This is Hans Scheil from the Finishing Well podcast. On Finishing Well, we help you make godly choices about Medicare, long-term care, and your money. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it. Share it. But most of all, thank you for listening and choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The Masculine Journey starts here now. Welcome to the Masculine Journey. We are very glad that you're with us this week. And all I can say is, is I hear you. I hear you. We hear you. God hears you. We're talking about hearing today. If you haven't it got from that little bit right there, we're, we're talking about hearing. But the thing I think is ironic is this came out of last week's show. Now, Rodney, you remember the details, you know, because you're like the scribe of the group. You remember everything and keep it locked in the vault. So tell us the details of <laughs> how this exactly topic exactly the opposite of what I am. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it was spiritual eye exam that Sam had a little trouble remembering, which got us to spiritual hearing exam. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I just changed it to ear exam because it was eye, so yeah. I put it as ear. Yeah. You know, I didn't listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, last week I was struggling because I kept trying to say the topic of spiritual eye exam, and I kept hearing in my head how God sees us. And so I was struggling to get that out, and eventually it kind of worked through that. But I had to keep asking Danny what the topic was, and he thought I wasn't listening to him. And so, Danny, if you're really, like, heartbroken, that's why you're not here tonight. We'd love to talk to you. You call in, and maybe we'll come see you or something. No, we'll he make had, it right. Yeah, 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 we'll make it right. No, he had, a, he had a, another... A, conflict that he had so uh andy we have a guest on the on the show tonight right yep we sure do and i uh, hopefully bob i don't mess up your name bob concitis is that right that's right yeah. yeah so um i last uh spring i don't i don't know last year i went up to ohio to a group that does boot camps as well and bob was there at the advanced boot camp that we that, that i attended and um, we kind of stayed connected after that. Uh, I connected with the OTI team and as well as a lot of the our, our guys did as well. Uh, but Bob, um, being the adventurous sort that he is, decided to uh, come to our boot camp. And uh, I think he really enjoyed it. We enjoyed having him. And uh, welcome to the show, Bob. Thanks. Yeah, it was an adventure, and I, I, I really appreciate it. I had fun. Uh, yeah, we have our, our own boot camp up here in, in uh, Central Ohio. We call ourselves the uh, Central Ohio Boot Camp, and we actually have some camps coming up for those who are called to maybe have their own adventure um, and come up to Ohio if you're around. So um, we have one in June, early June, and a, a basic. That's um, June 9th through 12th and then uh, advanced September 8th through 11th. And I believe some of you guys are coming up to adventure to, to uh, be involved in that one. Um, so yeah, central Ohio bootcamp.com. Yeah. Our coming up depends on how well you do on the show tonight, Bob. <laughs> no <laughs> pressure. No pressure. Always dependent. Weight of the world. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us. We, we are talking about this 
spiritual hearing, uh, hearing, uh, that was bad, hearing or, or uh, ear exam. And, and so I sent the group just some thoughts, and we've all shared some thoughts this week. But really, it's gonna. this show is going to be uh, kind of a smorgasbord. I can't really say that word. Robbie, you can say it better than I can. Uh, of of buffet. topics. A buffet. A buffet. Thank you. Uh, on this topic. Scrumptious. Yes. All those adjectives. But, you know, things like whose voice are you listening to? How do you know that you're listening to God's voice and not the voice of others or the enemy? What keeps you from listening to other people? You know, could it be pride that gets in the way that you're trying to answer the question before, you know, reply to them before they get out with what they're saying, right? And so you're already thinking of your reply to what they're talking about. Or, you know, what keeps us from understanding each other? Why is in, in marriages or relationships sometimes the communication so difficult, right? It's because we have an enemy that's in the midst of it, right? And we'll talk more about that and some other things. And, and the first clip that we're going to go to is from uh, Jim's favorite uh, TV show of all time, uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. And so uh, he's actually not a big fan, so that's why I love to pick uh, top or clips from that show. But in this one, uh, Deborah makes Raymond go to an active listening class, right? He doesn't really want to go, and this has happened before we get to the clip, and he goes, and when he comes home, he's been across the street at his, his mom and dad's uh, experimenting with it to see how it works. He comes home, and Deborah's having a fight with Allie, their daughter. And so he enters in and just see how well he does on listening to the daughter and then just listening in general, and then we'll talk about it. <laughs> You're f- oh, hold on. That's not the beginning. Let me go back to the beginning here. Reset. I shouldn't have made fun of Jim. That's what it was. You are angry because, um... Because it used to be your toy. Oh. Yes. Hmm? <laughs> I don't like my toy, Jeffrey. I see, I see. You think that um, Mommy and Daddy pay too much attention to Michael and Jeffrey. Right, okay, I was handling this. They get everything. Right, and you're upset because we gave them your old giraffe. I still liked it. But you weren't playing with it. But that doesn't matter, though, because <laughs> it was still yours. And you're mad because we gave it to Michael without asking you, right? Right. Well, uh, Mommy and Daddy made a mistake. And, and everybody makes mistakes, right, Mommy? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Do you feel better now, Allie? Yes, can I have the giraffe? Well, it's broken, honey. I know. I want to try to fix it for Michael. Uh huh. <laughs> this way. Thank you, Daddy. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah, yeah. Can't believe it. It's pretty amazing. You did it. Anything else you need taken care of while I'm around here? No. What? What's the matter? <laughs> Nothing with you, obviously. Don't go by me. I'm a natural. <laughs> Where are you getting? Oh, look. You're feeling inadequate because I mastered it before you. Oh, don't huh? give me that active listening crap. Where do you get off listening to me? <laughs> Never happened again. <laughs> oh, so let, Bob, was there anything in that clip that just kind of struck you? Um, no, it was just uh, 
No, not particularly. I, it was, it was not right. <laughs> so I didn't give you a heads up there, Bob. That's not, what they were talking yeah. about earlier about you just throwing people, putting them on the spot. <laughs> yeah, that is what it was. It was. Now, well, I wanted to get to Bob, so I didn't forget about him. So you know, you'll have some other stuff. <laughs> it's going to be lonely in September, uh, Bob. I'm it's just gonna be, uh, <laughs> It's it's not looking good for the home team. <laughs> Give me a second chance. Well, you'll you'll get a chance to get him back. Oh yeah, it's it's all fair. No, uh, we'll we'll come back to you, Bob, on it. But so, guys, I I know that uh, those that are are married or have been married in the room kind of realize what was going on with Ray there. You know what was what was really happening uh, with that? Was he using good listening skills? Uh, I don't think he was listening. I think he was doing a lot of telling to Deborah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did pretty well with his daughter, but then from there it didn't go very well. He was in a hole, and he didn't get rid of the shovel. No, he kept digging. He kept digging a little bit more and more. Jim, you want to comment on your I, favorite I show? looked at my watch, and this is my 48 and two-thirds anniversary today. And the only one really listening was her. Yeah. And, well, either her, but the little girl, he wasn't active listening to her unless it would happen a lot earlier because she only got to say yes to what he was had already decided she was thinking. He just happened to be right. And that's part of what I don't like of this show. It's just so unrealistic because the guy is <laughs> never right. I find him obnoxious. But then in this, I said, well, I'm going to warm to that some because he reminds me of Sam. Well, thank so, you. I appreciate that. I, I'll take that as a compliment. It ran for several it's years. It's meant so, yeah. that way. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I appreciate that. The you know when you look when you listen to that, you listen to Ray who's trying to do something but for the wrong reasons, right? He's trying to listen because he wants to get a leg up on Deborah or he wants to get get in better with his daughter. I mean, I think there's no doubt that he loves his daughter. But he wasn't really listening to your point, Jim. He wasn't really listening to anybody. He was just trying to get his agenda kind of across the line. And I never got to my point because I had to be silly. But my wife and I probably listen to each other less now than we ever have because we assume that we know what the other one's thinking and saying. And it's funny how often we'll have a discussion. I told you that. No, you didn't. I did, and will there'll be enough for my? Oh yeah, I remember that now. But it gets harder with age, doesn't it? Over there, <laughs> yeah. Harold, you got a thought on that? What makes it even worse is when you got a computer nerd with forty-four years' experience and a second-grade school teacher. Guess how opposite we think and talk? <laughs> yeah. I, I could see that. I could see that. Well, we don't really have time for another clip, so we'll go ahead and talk a little bit more about the topic. So, guys, as you think about this listening and hearing God's voice, I know, Wayne, when we get to your clip, you'll talk more about that, but how do you go about trying to listen for the right reasons, right? I, we, we can talk about all day long the, listening for the wrong reasons, right? You're listening so I can respond. That's the wrong reason, Right. But we want to be listening to understand. Isn't that really the goal? Yeah, it's the goal. But, uh, man, it's hard for me to get there. I spent my whole life trying to prove I was right in about every argument I ever had. I was like, that. it's the whole goal of having an argument is to win it. What else is there to do? I mean, I'm competitive. I'm competitive in sports. It's like I'm playing a game. I'm like, I'm going to play to win. This is a game. Hey, okay, we got this fight. Now we're going to 
you're going to lob one over, I'm going to smash it back on you. You know, that's kind of how I played the game. So for me, I have to get to a point where it's like, where is their heart at trying to understand them and really come at it? And until I got saved, there was no chance of that happening. But it's, it's better. I've got a lot of work to do. But it is a lot more rewarding being on the side of something where it's like better for somebody else than just your own pride. Yeah, most time people just want to be listened to. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, that's it, that. It's right. not. Yeah, it's not about the nail. It's just a perfect clip, isn't it? It is. Yeah. You know, that sounds really hard. Yeah, yeah it, that, that's a great way to go. When I'm doing training with some of the younger builders, you know, one of the things that I make sure I focus on is saying you don't have the authority to respond to somebody like a client unless you can articulate what they're, they're saying. Unless you can understand where they're coming from, you don't have the right to respond yet. And so you got to keep working on that to make sure you understand. And once they know you understand, then you can respond. Right? And that puts you in a position to where they're able to hear you now because they know that you understand where they're coming from. Right? And so listening is an active thing that we need to do. Go to MasculineJourney.org to register for the upcoming boot camp, November 17th through 21st. It's the weekend before Thanksgiving. We would love to see you there. And go register now. One of my favorite things about boot camp, well, the favorite thing about boot camp is every time I go, I encounter God. And as anyone that has encountered God knows, generally speaking, It's nothing we expect. Real encounter with God out of the blue. He knew what I needed. I knew what I wanted. And those two were rarely the same thing. Register today at MasculineJourney.org. For me, describing boot camp, when I heard the stories from the stage that the other men had, and then during my prayer time, I'm getting a download from God on where my life is and how I have wounds and I have a place in his story. To know how I heard from God is one of those things. He really does communicate with us. Register today at MasculineJourney.org. Oh, yes, indeed, we know that people will find a way to go no matter what the man says. Love is fine for all we know, for all we know. That's what the man said. So won't you listen to what the man said? So, Andy, that was your bump. You want to tell us a little bit about it? Sweetie. Uh, yeah. There, um, I got it by default. Nobody else submitted one. So that's rare that we don't have multiple bumps submitted. Right, Jim? It is. And uh, I was doing other things than <laughs> bumping today. That's right. But anyway, that was I just Google. I, we couldn't. I couldn't think of anything. And uh, I thought it was a good song, though. The well, listen, that, well you are the you part. are the man. So yeah, say yeah. what you mean here. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I took it as I, I I tried to get from the lyrics whether he was really talking about God there or not. Mm-hmm. And there's some thing some things that indicate it, and some things is just listen to a man that has wisdom or whatever. But that's what we're talking about is listen to what there. There's a lot of uh, wisdom out there. Listen to what the man said. So yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> I know that was really enlightening <laughs> right there. Um, just listen to what the song said. I, don't know. I appreciate it. I like the bump. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Rob, Robbie, 
This is it's time for your clip. Okay. Well, I, I did actually, <clears throat> since it was spiritual ear exam or spiritual hearing exam, you know, I would, I think to hear with your spirit is different than hearing with your ears. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's it's one of the neat things that we get to do is is hear God's voice in all sorts of different ways. And so there's a movie coming out actually May 8th that looks spectacular. It's called um, Noble and has to do with a lady's last name was Noble who saved um, thousands of Vietnamese children, um, arguably millions, uh, as a result of her heroic actions. But in her younger life, she was um, seriously wounded by the Catholic Church in so many different ways, and you'll get a picture of that in a second, as she was losing her mother to tuberculosis, and she was in the church praying for her mother diligently, which you'll hear that prayer, and because I think she's Scottish, um, you hear through her accent, what she actually says is, I want to be Doris Day, I want to travel to America, that's that's what she's saying, and it's her mother that's dying of tuberculosis, and you can hear how the preacher, or excuse me, the priest, um, responds to her. I'm sorry I've been asking for too many things. You don't have to make me like Doris Day if you don't want to. I don't have to go to America. I'll stay here. So long as you don't let me love me, Mam Dobby. Sure you won't, God? It's time for you to go on home now, Christina. I don't want to go home. That's as may be, but your daddy's waiting on you. God told me to stay here. He says he's going to cure my mom if I stay here. That's enough nonsense. God can't cure everyone. You're expected. Home. So, I mean, that that clip just kind of hit me right in the heart as I heard that priest tell that young girl who said she'd heard from God, that's enough nonsense. And, and it's it speaks directly against, in my opinion, the childlike spirit, which it's it's only the childlike spirit that's even going to have ears to hear spiritually. So the word, as you might guess in Hebrew for hear, is, is Shema. That's why they say the Shema, like they want to hear from God. I mean, that's the whole, the whole thing, right? And, and there's this story told, I love this story, about this little boy. He was on the beach, and there was a great big, huge... Um, naval ship <clears throat> headed towards this island. And it was like an aircraft carrier, a giant thing. And he was standing on the beach just waving like he was waving for this aircraft carrier to come over. And, of course, this man comes up and says, son, you know, that, that aircraft carrier isn't coming up here because you're... He goes, oh, yeah, he is. And he said, oh, yeah, he's, he's coming right over here. He says, well, he, you know, why are you waving? He said, because the captain's going to come out and wave it. And he says... No, that that aircraft carrier isn't coming over here to wave at you. And he said, "Oh yeah, yeah, he is. It's my dad." <laughs> well, well, that's the point. You know that that there incompletely is the point. Um, is that it is our childlike spirit that believes that dad wants to talk to us, and and to me, um, it's critical. And the worst thing you can tell somebody is enough with this nonsense. Because there is actually everything else is nonsense. This here's the only thing that makes any sense, um, you know. Clearly, and, and and so, you know, it. I love, love, love people that 
there's nothing that turns my heart more on fire than to hear somebody at boot camp say they heard their new name or they heard God say he wanted to go in this direction with their life or or they they heard you know that, that that he wanted to work on them with on this struggle or wherever it is if if they had that that stuff Sam and you know this mm-hmm. that changes their life not just for a boot camp you know but as it as they grow in that relationship with God and they begin to enter into that place of of conversational intimacy with God is life changing. Absolutely. Bob, you've probably seen that, I would imagine, through your boot camps as well, or or being up at ours, how God moves through men. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I was able to be on the leadership team for our last basic uh, back back in the fall, and it was so neat to, to hear some of the guys that say, I'm not hearing, I'm not hearing it, and then all of a sudden they come back. You know, with, the, with, that, with that look in their eye of, of uh, like they just bawled our eyes out. Like, I, yeah, it finally, it finally hit me, and you're like, oh, man, it, it, it got them. Um, so yeah, just, just to look at the, the satisfaction on some of the guys' faces when they've, when they've heard, um, God speak to them when they were not expecting it is, uh, pretty amazing. So it goes to kind of prove you, God can meet you anywhere if he can meet you in Ohio. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> of course, I grew up in Indiana, so saying that is just because you're next door neighbor. <laughs> but um, bump. Exactly. Uh, we got, we got hills here. You got hills. Uh, we don't. We just have corn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're called speed bumps. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wayne, while you have a microphone in front of you, you want to go ahead and uh, talk about your clip and set it up? Yeah, it's kind of actually following along with uh, you know Robbie and his topic there. Um, this clip is from the movie Venom, uh, Venom and Eddie. Uh, Venom is an uh, alien um, uh, sludge uh, that needs a symbiotic uh, host to, like a uh, gummy to, worm to survive. Yeah. Well, he's, he's fluid. It's more like a licorice, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, they, they've uh, they, they've uh, had a life together, and then you know Eddie has to walk around with this voice in his head, and uh, yeah, we'll just go from there. Eddie. I want to hear another word out of your mouth. Eddie, I want to hear it. Eddie, I am sorry. That was his last time on record ever. There's no more any words for his victims, or you know they were gone. Any clues of outstanding bodies we we've lost forever? It's completely. I didn't mean to. You didn't mean to. I said I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, but you did it. I mean, you just decided. I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. That's it. You did it. You know, you didn't even think that we might get caught. You might get killed. No, you don't think about things like that, do you? You just think about chickens. And you think about you. And you think about what you want. And you think about you. Let me remind you of something, Eddie. You were a loser before I came along. You were nothing. I made you special. Oh, you made me special, huh? Well, let me tell you something, right? Before you came along, I had a life. I didn't have chickens, right? But I had dreams. Yeah, I had dreams, and I had a fiancé, and I had a really successful TV show. Ah, but you destroyed all of those things by yourself. Yeah, but you know what? I rebuilt my life, and now I just want to live it. Good night. And how did you build this new life? Excuse me? Well, who found the clue on the wall so you could be this big shiny hero? Who found the clue? Who? Wow. Yeah. No, no, no. This is not about being a hero for me, man. This is about wanting to live in peace. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Yeah, so, right, we, we hear voices in our head, and they're not always ours, right? Our thoughts. Um, you know, Jesus told us, you know, take your thoughts captive. Um, you know, this is kind of one of the things I've been talking about for a while now. 
and it's the reality of, of a lot of what we do in discipling others and, and getting them to understand that, yes, you do hear, you can hear God's voice, um, but there are other voices too, right? You know, how, do you, how do you know it's not um, your voice or how do you know it's not God's voice or you know, the enemy's? Um, and ultimately, it's, it's diving into, to, again, that childlike heart that we can hear uh, the voice of God. Um, we have these conversations, these arguments with ourselves a lot of times, right? You know, I can't believe I did that. Yeah, yeah you're an idiot. You moron. You know, that's one of the things we talk about in the boot camps is that mm-hmm. third person. You never talk to yourself in the third person. It's one of the ways right. you, you can hear that voice and, and distinguish that it's not yours. And um, Yeah, I, I just love the reality that, that we can, that we can hear the voice of God and, and, uh, and the, the change that that makes when you do that act of listening, you know, um, the other day I was praying with a guy and had something happen that I had never had happen before. But while I was praying, um, uh, it was like this needle sticking me in the back of the throat all of a sudden. And I could not pray. And I heard Father distinctly say, stop praying. Um, well, what I didn't know was there was a third man there that was praying with us He, you know, in the spirit. And he said that during that time, whenever I was praying with this man, he was praying for the man as well. But as 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 I started to get this scratch in my throat, he realized something was going on, and he started praying for me. And Father told me, stop praying. Let him get done what he was doing. I didn't know he was doing this. I didn't know why until after we had these conversations. Uh, but it, but in that act of listening, you know, I could have kept trying to pray, and I would have kept struggling with trying to pray. Um, so it, it, it's, it makes a huge difference in the way we walk um, if we believe that we can hear his voice, right? Yeah, and we've done shows on hearing God's voice, but you know, as we close out this particular show, how do you know you're listening to the right voice? It's part of the question, right? And so when you throw a couple things out there, I'll throw one out that it's it's going to be convicting but not condemning, right? If you're hearing attacks on you, that's not from God typically. If you if you're being confronted with truth in a loving way, then that could be the Father speaking to you, right? It's the enemy doesn't usually act like that. One of the uh, keys for me, and you reminded me of this, I heard exactly the same thing from God. And there was a little more after that, but I will say, but he said, stop praying now. And I was under attack by a spirit of confusion because I was praying against that. And uh, he will. But when he says something, it's out of, I mean, it is not, you know it's not you. And then you can test whether it's the enemy, because the enemy will always be lying to you. And uh, there are times when I absolutely know it's God. There are other times when you know, that might be God, might be me. It's usually easy to spot the enemy, but he's an excellent liar, so not always. No, it's not. And Bob, you, your boot camp's coming up when? Your uh, next camp? June 9th to the 12th. All right, we'll, see you, we'll talk to you next week. Bob, hopefully you'll stay on for After Hours. All right, thank you. This is the Truth Network.